the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. Hey, everybody. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain everything you've been taught by the whole real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. What? That's the way it works. So I want to talk a little bit today about open houses and uh, just tell you a little story. You know, I, uh, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, land of the blazing sun, and uh, I was Going to the gym, you know, I come home from the gym and I see an open house sign in my neighborhood. And it happened to be from the company that I used to work for, which was a Century 21. And it was from the Century 21 I used to work for. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe the person holding the open house is somebody, you know, one of my buddies or something. So I, I follow the signs. I pull up in front of a very lovely home. And then I get out of my car. I walk up to the door. I knock on the door and this lady who I don't know answers the door. And I said, hey, I'm just a no- the nosy neighbor. And, uh, and again, I'm wearing you know workout clothes, so I look like a homeless guy. So uh, I said, uh, by the way, uh, I handed her my business card. I said, you know, I'm, I'm the fearless agent guy and, and your manager of your uh, location used to be my business partner in real estate. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard about you. She goes, come on in. And I, I, so I'm walking around the house with her just chatting. She goes, oh, by the way, she goes, I'm having a problem and maybe you can help me with it. She go, And I said, well, what's the problem? She goes, I can't get anybody to sign my little open house register. I said, oh, sure, I'll help you with that. Let me look, let me look around the house, you know. So then, then uh, uh, all of a sudden the doorbell rings while I'm looking at the home and it's a real live – you know, potential buyer customer. So I said, I'm I'm not going to cramp your style. I'll stay away. You know, hide myself. So, so I hear this other lady come in, and there, I can hear him talking. And then all of a sudden, she says, "Oh, I'll get Bob. Bob will know." You know, so she comes and gets me like she has some question th- she thinks I might know. So then we, she guides me into the um, family room off the kitchen, and. Uh, the lady says, the buyer lady says, how high is that ceiling? And I go, you know, hey, I'm Bob Leffler. I'm not Bob Vila. I don't, I don't really know. I said, why, why are you asking me that? Are you, uh, do you have like a piece of furniture and you're wondering if it will fit? And she says, yeah, that's right. I said, uh, let me ask you something. Could you live here? And she says, uh, yes, I think I could. I said, what would have to be different about this house in order for you to feel comfortable living here? She said, are you the owner? I said, no. What would have to be different 
in order for you to feel comfortable living here. She said, well, um, I hate this uh, carpet. I said, yeah, me too. What uh, what would you replace that with? Would it be like different flooring or – she goes, no, I like carpet. I just don't like that carpet. I said, well, what else would have to be different in order for you to feel comfortable living here? She goes, well – and then she points to this archway to the, the kitchen. You know, It's like somebody call up the 1980s and tell, me, tell them they left their archway here. And she goes, I hate that. I said, yeah, me too. I said, uh, is that fixable? She goes, oh, yeah, that's no problem. That's not even a load-bearing wall. We could knock that down and square it up. No problem. And I said, uh, what else would have to be different in order for you to feel comfortable living here? And she goes, she goes, let me ask you, does the seller have to close? And I said, well, they have a sign out in front that says for sale, so I imagine they want to close at some point. Why are, why are you asking me that? She says, well – we're stuck in a lease and uh, until June or whatever she said. And, and I said, well, if there was a way that we could get you this house and the seller would be willing to wait until you get out of your lease or until June, would you want me to call you and let you know that? She said, I definitely would want to know that. I said, okay. I said, write down your phone number right here on a piece of paper and I'll make sure that happens for you. So the moral of that story is I got her her name and phone number effortlessly and I got it by asking one question. Could you live here? So I want all of you to write that down. The only question you'll ever need when you're showing a house to a buyer or ask people in an open house when they come in, is that, could you live here? If you go to fearlessagent.com, my website, and click on free training videos, I think is what it's called, uh, there's a video, the title of it, it, it would be under maybe open houses categories or buyers or something like that. It says, how to make right now money in real estate. It, it talks about open houses. So think about when you're showing a house and you know whenever you watch these Home and Garden Network TV reality shows and the realtors are showing a house, I want to shoot myself in the face. I go, oh my god. So they're, they're always pitching the house. They're saying, oh, and you see this, they remodeled this and they put up this you know, granite countertop and they did all this. It's like, why don't you just – be quiet. So my experience was this. I would show a house to somebody. I would open it up. You know, the seller's not there. And uh, I would say, uh, hang on one second, and I'd run through the house, turn all the lights on, make sure every door is openable, access to the backyard and all that. And then I would say, you know, make yourself make yourself at home, and then I'm not going to follow them around. I'm not going to be follow around because if you do follow people around, they'll end up whispering to each other because they want to say things that they don't want you to hear for whatever. So if you don't follow them around, that doesn't happen. And then what I would do is I would say, you guys look, I'm going to run out to my car for something. And then I would, you know, get on the phone and call my wife at work. I'd say, hey, what are you doing? She goes, I'm working. I go, me too. You know, that's it. So anyway, then when I would see that the people had gone into the backyard, then I would come back into the house and I would sit in the most uncomfortable chair 
in the living room or the family room or whichever living area was the most uh, livable. And uh, not that living room, that's the museum of furniture that nobody's ever sat on, you know, the, the one that people live in. And then uh, so I would sit there and play with my, you know, phone or whatever. And then if the people came back into the house and they sat down on the furniture with me, they're dead. They're buying the house. It's as simple as that. Now, if they come in, they go, ah, no, this isn't it. You know, that that's it. But I, I would never ask anybody – I never say anything when I'm showing a house other than these words, could you live here? If they say no, then you'd say, well, what would have to be different in in this house for you to feel comfortable living here? And they, if they said, oh, well, nothing, I hate this neighborhood, I hate this floor plan, I hate this, you know, if it's not changeable, I'd say, well, then why are we still here? We need to get out of here. And get to your favorite house. If uh, and you know, like I'm thinking of my mother-in-law when I would show them houses, we would we would stand there talking in houses that they hated. They'd be saying, "Oh, look at this!" and "Oh, look at that!" I was thinking, "Why are we still here?" Oh my goodness! So get out and get them to the next house. Now, if they say yes, I could live here, or something's changeable. You know, what would have to be different in order for you to feel comfortable living here? And then if it is changeable stuff like floor covering, colors, all that kind of stuff, then, uh, then, then you go back to the office and you write it up, OK, because the stuff is changeable. So my house that I bought, there was all this stuff that was changeable that I hated about the house. And I said, oh, the first thing I'm going to do when I buy that house is I'm going to change all that stuff. Well, you know, most of that stuff is still the way it was. I didn't change it, but I did I did buy my favorite house. So, you know, here's the um here's the secret that I notice on these uh, realtor TV reality shows. They're always selling the stuff that's changeable. Instead of selling the stuff that's changeable, sell the stuff that's not changeable. For example, the view. If if there if it's on the water, okay, is that changeable? And you either like that or you don't. You know, most people would probably like that. Um, but there are things that are bad that are not changeable. So don't, you know, look for the things, sell people on, on caring about the things that are not changeable because you can fix the other stuff. You can you could change the roof. You could change the, the uh, you know, you can stick windows in a house that doesn't have a window. Uh, you can certainly change surfaces and colors and flooring and countertops and all that. But some things are the way they're going to be and those are not changeable. So if you're doing an open house, um, I didn't like doing open houses. There are things about open houses that I honestly just wasn't my bag, OK? So one of the things I hated was setting up the signs and taking down the signs. Now, in Scottsdale, Arizona – you know, it's 140 degrees in the shade outside. Setting up realtor open house signs, not fun. Taking those signs down. But imagine this. Imagine you didn't have to set up the signs and all you had to do was show up to the to the open house, unlock the door, you know, uh, hide, hide the dishes, you know, hide the pets, you know, euthanize the pets, whatever you got to do. And just, you know, straighten up a little bit, turn all the lights on and wait for the customers to walk in and then do the open house shtick when you're there, the fearless agent open house uh, strategy, scam, a strategy. 
then um, how hard would that be? And then you didn't have to take down the signs. Then I think the open house would be more pleasant. Well, you could you could split it with somebody and let them set up the signs and take down the signs and turn open houses into a money-generating machine. So I have a coaching student that books seven listing appointments in one open house. I have another coaching student that booked six in-office buyer appointments. Now, I'm talking about a buyer has agreed to be pre-approved through his lender and booked a date and a time to meet with the agent at the agent's office from one open house, six of those. So if you can you know, meet with six, you know, a couple of those will cancel. They'll, he'll meet with three and get at least one closing or two or maybe three from that. So you can turn open houses into a money-generating gen- machine even if you don't like them. And while you're in the open house, you could prospect for uh, sellers too. So you could turn the waiting time into something that's, uh, that's good. So, but if you got about 20 people coming through the open house, you should be booking, you know, three or six in-office appointments. So what is the purpose of the open house? So please write this down if you would. The purpose of my open house is not to get people to sign the register, not to do anything except book appointments. So in real estate, we only get paid for two things. One is booking appointments to meet with people face-to-face, and the other is to get signatures on pieces of paper. So when people walk into your open house, I think it's somewhat unlikely that you're going to get them to uh, sign a purchase agreement for that house or a different house on that at that moment. It could happen, but it's it's probably unlikely. So the real purpose of the open house is to book appointments uh, with people to get them to meet with with you at your office at a later time and give the hopefully give the fearless agent pricing presentation. And the purpose of the fearless agent pricing presentation would be to get them to sign a buyer broker agreement, which means they're going to work with you only and not any other agents at the same time. And then, the, and then you're going to book an appointment when you're giving at the end of that an appointment to go looking at houses. And you're not going to email people and put them on this drip, that the thing that all f- failing agents do. So fearless agents don't do the things that failing agents do. So by the way, if any of this makes sense to you and you are if you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are one of those people who are open to the idea of having some help, if you would ever like to learn more, I want to just invite you to call me anytime. I've got nothing better to do than to make you rich. So if you ever have a question about how to make more money selling real estate, you can always call me 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And, you know, let's just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if it would even be a good fit for you. So again, you can call me anytime, 480-385-8810. And and for those of you who say, oh, I can't afford coaching, well, you don't need to worry about that. If you you can't afford coaching, but you wish you could, please visit fearlessagent.com, watch my 45-minute free webinar, take lots of notes, go to the video training page that I mentioned before, and, and this is my guarantee to you. 
those free videos will be better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach in America any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you for free so that you can get rich enough to afford our coaching as soon as possible. So we make realtors rich every day at Fearless Agent Coaching. And the secret is it all starts with a phone call. You call me at 480-385-8810 or go to fearlessagent.com and uh, and we will help you any way we can. So um, another story, you know, I was in my neighborhood again after the gym driving around. I see an open house sign and uh, I go to uh, the house and it's uh, one of my coaching students. So, you know, from my local area. So she is newer with Fearless Agent, and uh, and I said, how are you doing at the open house booking uh, appointments? She goes, well, I, you know, I don't really haven't learned how to do that yet. I go, well, let me, let me show you how, okay? So uh, there's two uh, couples that are looking at her open house while I'm in the open house with her, and I went up to one of the couples, and I said, uh, I said, can I ask you a survey question? And they said, sure. I said, could you live here? And they said, uh, we already do. I go, Is, are you the sellers? Are you the, are you the owners of this house? They go, no, we're neighbors. We just live down the street. I go, oh, okay. Thank you for your time. You know, So uh, no problem. So I go in the other bedroom where these, this other couple was. And I said, uh, can I ask you a survey question? And they said, sure. I said, um, could you live here? And they said, uh, yeah, I think, I think we actually could. I said, well, what would have to be different in this house for you to feel comfortable actually living in it? And uh, they said, you know, what do you mean? I go, well, what changes would you have to make? And they said, well, you know, really not, not that many. I go, well, there's got to be something. I mean, what, what, what would have to change? And they said, well – I forget what they mentioned. Something about the kitchen maybe wasn't quite big enough or something. I said, I said, let me uh, let me make a recommendation to you. There's a secret to getting your your favorite house. Okay, so um, let me let me just kind of explain a, a little something that I, I don't know if you know. The really, spe- you know, sounds to me like you're looking for something kind of special. So I had to kind of ask them questions like, uh, you know, tell me what you're looking for. So after after we you know ascertained that this might be a house that would work for them, I said, "Give me give me an idea of what you're really really looking for." So they said some stuff. You know, I'm not really listening and paying attention. I'm not making notes or anything because I'm wearing my shorts and a t-shirt from the gym. And I said, um, and they never even asked me if I was a realtor. That's the funny thing. So they said, um, uh, I said, sounds to me like you're looking for something kind of special. Am I right about that? Now, I was taught this by my mentor, Floyd Wickman. If you can, you can Google Floyd Wickman and see the guy is the most amazing real estate sales trainer in the history of the world, okay? But sounds to me like you're looking for something kind of special. Am I right? Now, very few people are going to go, oh, no, we're really hoping to get something very mediocre, kind of not that great, Right. Uh, or if you get the sense that these people are uh, investors, then you would change that to sounds to me like you're looking for something that's kind of a good deal. Am I right about that? 
So it's either kind of special or kind of a good deal depending on who they are. So if it's, you know, this is a couple looking for a house to live in, so they're not they're looking for something kind of special. So they said, "Yeah." I said, "Now, now I don't know if you know this or not. Um but the really special houses, the really the really good deals, they literally sell before they ever are advertised in any way, before they're ever held open. You know, by the way, do you know who we sell those houses to? And they had said, no. You know, we sell them to our direct clients. Can I explain how that works? And these people said yes. I said, well, here's what would happen. My partner over there, you would meet with her in her office, okay? And uh, she would ask you a bunch of questions about what you like and what you don't like. Uh, more importantly, what you don't like because you don't want to waste a bunch of time looking at houses that you, you know, don't like. By the way, what is the number one complaint about realtors from buyers? Uh, it is they keep showing us things that we don't like. That's the number one complaint, right? Now, of course, we're showing you what you don't like. We're showing you what you can afford, and nobody likes what they they're going to afford. But but that's why that little verbiage is in there. So uh, more importantly, what you don't like is we don't want to waste your time looking at houses that you're not going to like. So then what we would do is create a list on paper of every single house that meets your absolute minimum requirements. And we're going to try to widen out what you might consider, not narrow you down. That way you know you're going to leave no stone unturned and you're going to be able to see every single house that feature, fits your minimum requirements. So then we'll print that out on paper and then you'll go through that list and say not not do it like this. Not say, oh, I think I'm going to like this one because you know they always lie about how great the house is in the in the in the realtor listing. But identify those that you know you do not want to waste your time looking at. Okay, and then maybe I'll try to weed some of those back in. But I'm I want you to mainly we you know let's get rid of the ones that you don't you know it's not going to work for you for whatever reason, and then that way we can more quickly take you out and show you the ones that you do like and that way we can more quickly uh, get to the ones that you love and that way we can more quickly get to your favorite house. And by the way, this is the secret. Your favorite house will be every buyer's favorite house. And the secret is to beat every other buyer to your favorite house. Now, does that sound like a plan that would work for you? Now, think about it. Isn't that the plan that you guys, you realtors, you as a realtor would do it that way if you were looking for a house for yourself, right? You would, you would not sign yourself up for an email drip. You would search the MLS. You would use the actual MLS and you would weed out the ones that you don't like. You would do an expanded search to a larger area. So there's an old saying called buyers are – it rhymes. Do it with me. Buyers are – that's right, liars. Why, why do we say that? Because the, the realtor asks some questions. They say, where do you want to live? And they say, we want to live in this area. We want to buy in this school district. It's got to be in that school district for sure. 
because that's the best school district. And then we want this many bedrooms and we want it to have this and we want it to be on a golf course. And then and then all of a sudden they call you and say they bought one not in that school district on the other side of town, you know, not with the view or the golf course. And because they went into an open house and fell in love with it. And then we say buyers are liars. No, the truth is we didn't ask them the right questions the right way. What is the right way? It's the fearless agent way. There is a way of asking questions to buyers that only fearless agents know that causes the buyer to buy on the first day that you take them out looking for houses. So if you want to learn how all that stuff works and not have to put up with all the baloney that that other agents have to put up with. You know, our, my whole mission in life is to make you rich as a realtor. We don't do anything else at Fearless Agent. We make realtors rich. The only other thing we do is if you're a company owner and you're recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were or you're a company owner and you want to have in-house training that we can offer you, uh, we're happy to do that. But if – and again, if you can't afford coaching, no problem. You can call me anytime. So – and once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. So please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly anytime at 480-385-8810. I don't have anything better to do than to make you rich. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. You can see me at the local Starbucks. I was just at the dry cleaners. You know, we're all everywhere you look. And until next week, as always, have fun. Always stay humble. But the most important thing, be fearless. Thanks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.